0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See bball B ball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
1: All right, here we go. It's a special time. Here at Arrowhead Pride, Pete Sweeney, the editor-in-chief of ArrowheadPride.com, joining you for what is an emergency podcast as the news is broken. From ESPN, Adam Schefter, former All-Pro wide receiver Josh Gordon, who is being reinstated, is planning to sign with the Kansas City Chiefs. Sources tell ESPN his agents confirmed Gordon is indeed headed to Kansas City. We had seen reports last week that Gordon... Could be available as soon as week four, but as this news is breaking, it seems like Gordon will join the Chiefs practice squad, get his conditioning back under him, get in touch with the playbook, and then we will go from there. I am joined by Steven Serda, Ron Kopp, Rocky Maganya and we are very excited to have this emergency podcast. And what I'd like to say before we get into this, and we're going to tell us tell each other our, our initial thoughts here we just released the out of structure podcast uh and, and so this is going to be posted right after that as soon as you're done with the emergency podcast check that podcast out because we have ron copp and matt stagner answering your questions and as you'll hear on that recording ron copp our great lead analyst at ourheadpride.com wanted nothing to do with Josh Gordon. So I'll go to him first. Your initial reaction, Ron, to this Josh Gordon news.
2: Yeah, I hope the listeners can forgive me. I, I really downplayed <laughs> the questions. I uh, We kind of just like, eh, you know, throw those, we got like four or five questions on it, uh, Josh Gordon. So first of all, shout out smart listeners. They uh, they knew what they were talking about, I guess. But uh, no, my my main takeaway right now or from that point was that I just didn't think it was a huge I know the wide receiver, the secondary wide receivers didn't have a great game in week three, but they showed in week two that they can have those great games. You know, you'd like to see Byron Pringle make a few more catches in week two. So that I, I didn't think it was a huge need. I thought you know there's other things you kind of want to address maybe more than your secondary wide receivers in this uh, sense. But I love the new practice squad rules because it allows them to bring them in without wasting a roster spot at first. Let him get a comfortable. Let him get accustomed and you know maybe if it doesn't work out you never you never wasted that 53 man roster spot so that's my main takeaway is that it's such a low risk move you might as well do it i'm a fan of it uh, i just i really didn't think it was going to happen but you can't uh, underestimate beach that's for sure
1: you can't tell the josh gordon story without just letting folks know this is a player that has had six suspensions and so you're walking a little bit uh, of a tight rope there but that being said, the upside has always been there. Whenever he is able to be on the field, he has been a force. And it goes back to that 2013 season where he had 1,600 yards. Steve, I know you're excited about this. Why are you so excited about Josh Gordon to the Chiefs?
0: Well, if you listen to the show and BK podcast, I don't know if I've actually talked about it on the show But I have been campaigning for Josh Gordon in our group (laughs) chat for months, and they always write it off. No, no, why would they have any interest in him? I understand the concerns with his suspension and the fact that he hasn't been able to stay on the football field. But this dude, when healthy and active, is one of the more physically gifted wide receivers who's ever played football. I understand he's 30 years old. There's just not that many guys that are 6'5 that can run like a 4 3 the way that he can. And so he's an incredible athletic specimen at wide receiver. I don't think that's what you're getting. Like, you're adding him to the practice squad, of course, let him learn the offense, see what he's capable of doing but the chiefs just desperately need another option because we've seen it for two consecutive weeks now where defenses are just daring them to get beat by the other wide receiver options. Teams are even saying we'll give Kelsey a hundred yards. We don't care about Kelsey. What we're not going to do is let Tyreek beat us for 60 yard touchdowns. And that's slowed the chiefs offense in a significant way. Josh Gordon is a type of big play jump ball wide receiver that gives you an outside threat that you don't have right now because he can make athletic type of catches that a player like McCall Hardman just simply has never made in his entire career. Like he's just not that type of athletic guy. He's a burner and that's what he is. And that's totally fine. It's worked okay. At times I'm not going to sit here and act like Josh Gordon being added to this roster is going to be this massive boost like all of a sudden we're going to see the 2018 chiefs offense or something like that sammy watkins has never had over 700 yards in this offense but josh gordon does give you an element in the passing game where defenses might have to look at that once he gets onto the field for the chiefs and say all right we can't just put two or three dudes on tyreek now we got to worry about that other guy on the outside and then oh they got McCole hardman on the field now he can burn us, too, because we don't have to rely on McColl to be that more reliable second-passing option.
1: Yeah, I think the Chiefs have just been looking for this type of receiver size and weight-wise for a long time now. I mean, we saw that there was interest in the offseason in someone like Juju Smith-Schuster. We saw there was interest in someone like Josh Reynolds, both over the 6 feet and around 200 pounds. This is a six foot three, 225-pound receiver. And I know the thing about the age, but you look around the league, there are still productive receivers after the age of 30. And we saw what Sean Jackson could do. We've seen what Adam Thielen can do just on Kansas city. I know he's not a receiver, but we've seen what Travis Kelsey has been able to do the age of 30 and 31 here. So the upside is hard to argue with Rocky. What are your initial thoughts?
3: I mean, like Larry said, you know, buy low on this one and it's, it's nothing but upside. You're really not risking um, anything. And I think you saw yesterday, especially they do have to find another two option that the wide receiver two by committee just isn't working out. Um, at one point, the Chargers, I think, put eight guys on one side of the field and then just left the wide receiver two manned up on the other side. You know, um, they're they're daring the Chiefs to put somebody else out there that can make a play besides Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Now, you know, he's got to come in. He's got to get in football shape. You know, it it may be the halfway point in the season before he ever even takes a snap. Andy Reid's offense is notoriously difficult to learn. But, um, I mean, I don't see any real risk. I just, you know, I hope for Josh Gordon's sake, you know, that he's healthy and that he's able, you know, to take the next step
1: forward in his life. I think what's really interesting about this is the Andy Reid aspect to it, and it even bleeds into just the concern level of Randy Reid going to the hospital. And this is a beloved coach in the NFL for good reason, and that's because of just what he means to all the players, all the coaches. We know about his coaching tree. We know that he has dealt with problem players in the past and been able to get the most out of them. And there's a key detail in Adam Schefter's ESPN.com article on this. And I want to read this to you. And Ron, I'll let you react. Gordon had multiple teams contact him and express interest in signing him, which speaks to, I think his upside. And then I'll continue. But One of the attractions of playing in Kansas city was making it a long-term stop and spending multiple seasons there, according to his agents. And so what Gordon is looking at, this is not just an opportunity to play in 2021. He thinks he may finally be able to find a home in Kansas city and it starts with staying out of trouble, off the field, but who better to be able to finally accomplish that for the first time, what, since 2012, 2013, than Chiefs head coach Andy Reid?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And and that's why it was. It, it shouldn't have been as surprising to me. You know, we've seen this happen over and over. I mean, you know, it's not the same situation, but the Chiefs did bring in Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell last year, a, a guy that's been an all-pro guy that, you know, obviously wasn't as good, but hey, you take the swing on him. And yeah, I, I think Gordon's smart to do that, uh, to come to Kansas City, because if you think about it, you know, this wide receiver two issue is not just something that's just this year and they can just fix with maybe a draft pick next year. Sure you hope that's the case, uh, you know, without, you know, Gordon taking off, obviously. But he probably does see the fact that there is there is a hole here for a second receiver to, to take off and and be uh, the second guy beside Tyree Kill because McColl's just I don't know McColl Harden is just really not kicking it into gear. You know, there's a it's still a long season ahead of us, but. It just really hasn't happened with him yet. You you really hoped it would, but it just hasn't happened. The Chargers game, he had a good game, but a lot of his production came on those little tap passes. It wasn't still downfield right. stuff that, that we, we kind of need to see from your second wide receiver. And so I think Gordon's I, smart uh, to be a good part of the offense, but also, hey, he, he does see that long-term you know hole in the Chiefs' offense, and I think it's smart on his part.
1: I just think about, based upon the early looks at McCole Hardman in 2021, I mean, is this really a team where Hardman's going to be going into the last year in 2022 and, and there's going to be interest in signing him to an extension? I don't think so, which means you'll forever be looking for who is going to be that number two receiver opposite um, a, a Tyreek Hill. And I just think that Josh Gordon provides you the size and the red zone target that uh, you're looking for in this offense and, and what you're you're essentially getting. If Gordon can just stay on the field and be healthy and, again, stay out of trouble, is now an offense where your top five weapons are Travis Kelsey, you have Tyree Kill, you have Clyde Edwards-Elair, and now you have Josh Gordon, and and you can figure out, okay, who's going to be that next guy in this offense? But with Patrick Mahomes, I I, I don't know, once this thing gets clicking on all cylinders, how you'd be able to stop it. That truly would be, Steve, an an all-pro offense when you look at all those skill position players.
0: Yeah. And I understand that Josh Gordon at 23 when all of this stuff started, isn't the same guy at 30, at least physically
1: wise in the NFL. Like you just simply can't be. But he's still. But I, don't you think the silver lining, though, is I mean, he's been off the field now from 2019 since 2019. And he hasn't in, in those years. Granted, he is older, but he hasn't in those years played full seasons. He's He's been anything but that. So. You do have that on your side a little bit, so it's worth that is worth noting.
0: Sure, and you know when the Patriots released him during his time with them, it was over an injury, and then yeah, other things that wound wound up leading to him getting suspended again, and then kind of the same thing in Seattle. So that's kind of what you're worried about. But I agree with everybody. In it's just a low cost move. Like this is a classic. Patriots-style Belichick-Brady-era move where, okay, things aren't working early in the season. Let's readjust. Let's make a change here and see how we can fix this moving forward because teams have figured us out a little bit. We understand that we can still put up points and we're still doing that, but we're not doing it with the ease that we normally are capable of. And so they looked at it, already said, okay, Let's let's make a move. And I, I'm happy that they did. And I hope that it works out because I'm a big Josh Gordon fan. I think he's an incredibly talented player. And I would love to see Patrick Mahomes throw bombs to Josh Gordon.
1: I think it just is wild how directly after just a, a ridiculous display on Sunday with some of the other receivers. We know that McCole Hardman, as, as Ron kind of alluded to, had some of these gadget plays. But you had a moment where. A a ball bounces off Marcus Kemp's chest into Asante Samuel Jr.'s diving hands. Byron Pringle down the sideline is a little out of sync. DeMarcus Robinson is running to the wrong end zone. And you got to think Brett Veach, as he's watching from his press box, is like, we got to add another We got to add another person. (laughs) He was on the phone. He was on the phone. You know what I mean? Like, we have to do something here. It was the
0: D-Rob wrong direction that Brett Veach was like, all right, call, call up Josh Gordon.
1: The challenge here that we keep running into, Rocky, though, is that he may not be available for two or three weeks. So you got a a stretch here, starting with the Philadelphia Eagles, where you got to make it work. And then Gordon turns into what could be the ultimate reinforcement.
3: Yeah, I mean, he does turn into ultimate reinforcement. You do have to kind of, you know, hold the line until he's available. Um, to get here, but I think in Gordon's situation, looking at it, this, might be the best possible situation. Andy Reid loves a reclamation project, and this might be the last stop on the line for him. If he didn't, he wasn't so talented, he wouldn't keep getting these shots. Right. But with his history with Michael Vick and other players who have had trouble, this and Andy Reid has a personal history with this sort of trouble. You know that mm-hmm. that this may be the the lone spot where Josh Gordon could be successful.
1: I think the, the main thing that we keep going back to and I think the, the point we all agree with and we could close here is it's just such a low-risk, high-reward move. The floor could be a player that can't figure it out and can't get the offense down or just can't stay out of trouble and the Chiefs end up quietly you know, saying goodbye to him. And the ceiling, I think, could be what Tom Brady is doing in Tampa Bay with Antonio Brown. Tom Brady actually tried to do this with Josh Gordon before he was connected with Antonio Brown and maybe Andy Reid, can get it done for the Kansas City Chiefs so that's an emergency podcast for you I want to thank Rocky Ron and of course Steve for joining us and I need to reiterate if you you are done here and you've listened to this emergency podcast stay on the line right here on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast because we just released out of structure taking your Twitter questions ignore everything that Ron said about Josh Gordon we don't need to talk about that ever again uh, we appreciate you as always, again, for Steve, for Ron, for Rocky, I'm Pete Sweeney. Thank you for joining us for this emergency podcast on the Airhead Pride Podcast Network.